call is being recorded. Yo, buddy. As always, the call as is always. Being recorded. I met Dennis brother, Rodman today. You what? I met Dennis Rodman today. That's awesome. Very friendly. I don't doubt it. That's awesome. Yeah. What, are you coming to buy some booze? Yeah, he was looking for some high-end tequilas. He was actually, he stopped in at Melissa's store the other day. So he's just in town, I guess. He did, oh, I, I, I thought he lived in Houston. No, he lives in Florida. I googled it. He lives in oh, Fort okay. Lauderdale. Well, that's cool as shit. Figure maybe he's got family. He's in town for the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis Rodman. Tall as fuck. Well, yeah. (laughs) Legendary NBA basketball player. Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool as shit, dude. Yeah. What, so, so what, what, you walk up, he said, hey man, you got some good tequila, and you were like, yeah, dude, come on. I talked to him on his way out. We were we were watching some choplifters, so we didn't get really a good chance to uh, interact with him. But yeah, our, he came in, he asked for some help, some, some of our spirits professionals helped him pick out a good bottle. Yeah. Very friendly gentleman. So, uh, we lost another legend of our childhood since last we recorded. Jeez, that wasn't even that long ago. No, it was like literally the day we recorded the last episode. So, Sunday. Who went this time? Jason David Frank. Oh, yeah. Tommy Oliver. Uh, you know, he was in the Martial Arts right Hall of chuck. Fame. Yeah. He yeah. was a legitimate fighter, dude. Yeah. And he uh, he made an appearance. He's been doing Power Rangers this whole time. He's been showing up all the time. It was like, pretty recently he was on whatever the most recent Power Rangers series was. <coughs> yeah. Goodbye to I mean, another God, legend. Goddamn shame, too. Yeah. Too soon. Mm-hmm. Well, I always say to people, if you need help, reach out. Oh, yeah. So you finally finished Andor. Yes. You saw the post credit scene? No. So you know in the prison, they're building these those weird things? They're, they're, the prisoners are building stuff? Yes. Everybody, everybody watching was 
Like, what is this for? What are they building? So the end credit scene, it, uh, I actually didn't even think. I watched it on YouTube later because I wasn't thinking that, like, Star Wars would have a post credit scene because they've only done it once with that Book of Boba Fett tease. Yeah. But, uh, post credit scene, it starts with a bunch of droids, and they're, like, fixing these these things that the prisoners were building, they're fixing them into place. And as it pulls out, it's the Death Star deflector dish. Uh, see, I even said it. Fucking, uh, someone brought that up to me. Because I finished them last night. I played Magic for most of the night. And the, the one of the guys who is... <coughs> one of the guys who we who I play with actually is an avid listener of our Star Wars content. Mm-hmm. You know, Dorian Botsis, he's the only one that's ever... Yep, yep. He's that's the only ever one emailed that's us. ever emailed us. Um, yeah. Always has really interesting questions for me, like just out of the blue, he'll hit me with a random Star Wars question and be like, so what do you think about... And like, it's really cool to get to do that yeah um but he brought it up to me and he says uh did you see the post credit scene and I said no I didn't I haven't finished it yet thank you for letting me know that there is one and obviously I completely fucking forgot about it yeah cause you don't but think Star Wars said, is gonna have one you know he's, he says to me he's like so what do you think that they were I, I was like I saw the prison episode he said alright cool so what do you think they were building and I said, well, it's got to be a piece of the Death Star. Yeah. Right off the rip, first thing I thought was, no, it's part of the Death Star, because they had just finished it. Or when Rogue One into Episode Four, they had just finished the first episode. The guy, the showrunner, I can't remember his name, the guy who, the guy in charge, somebody asked him in an interview a while back, what are the prisoners building? And his answer... They're building season two. Nice. It was just, it was such a good show. And the thing I keep saying is that it is so much more than a Star Wars show. It's like it could exist on its own. Like it doesn't need to be part of this franchise. As part of this franchise, it's very meaningful. And yeah, in my, and like, this- to me, it's, it's, one of, it's, it's easily one of the best pieces of Star Wars content we've ever received. But well, I mean it's just it's just like we said about Rogue One in general when it first came out that it yeah. didn't even need the Star Wars tag. No. People would have probably gone and seen it on its own. But yeah, I mean great show, perfectly casted. Mhm. And like you said, the character development that we got to see with, like, Mon Mothma and, um, I mean, you get to see characters that you didn't see until the new movies Mm -hmm. being what they are. And Mon Mothma was so well done. He's such a great character. Yeah. It was so good. I can't wait for season two. I can't. I can't wait for them to bring back more like old, familiar faces from the rebellion. 
So the thing they said they were consciously doing going into this show, they were only going to use existing characters and stuff from, like, the franchise if it worked. Like, if it was meaningful in some way. That's why we see Saw Gerrera and we see Mon Mothma. But apart from them, they didn't, like, try to shoehorn in. Like, we didn't see the Emperor didn't show up. And we didn't see, um, what's his name? Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. But if the next mo- if the next season is heavily centered on the Death Star, we will see Grand Moff Tarkin, I think. Because that's his baby. <laughs> like... Do you think we'll get to see the Emperor? Who knows? Maybe. I feel like uh, Krennic will probably show up. Mm. And Krennic will definitely show up. Yeah. Everything, everything was so good. Like, Andor is a great character, and he was very interesting, and he was the least interesting part of the show. Yeah, I mean... Um, my favorite character by far is that ISB coordinator. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely love her. I think she's great. And that fucking weirdo that just won't let it go. I love that yeah. guy, too. Cyril, I believe his name is. I can't remember her name, but the guy's name is Cyril. Deirdre. Deirdre, Deirdre yeah. Something. And Luthen Rael was so great. Mm. Axis. All the scenes with Saw Gerrera. Like, it reminds you that, like, Forrest Whitaker, you don't see him in a lot of stuff. But when you do, he's amazing. Yep. Oh, that's obnoxious. He was a really cool dude in a very awesome Mazda. Deidre Miro? I don't know. And then, yeah, Cyril Karn is the other one. Yeah. Everybody was great. <sighs> yeah, I loved them and all. And just, like, it, by the end, you're, start, you're starting to realize, like, we've got these seeds of rebellion starting to spread up everywhere. And it's so cool to see that, like, this is the catalyst. This is what you're seeing is them all coming together to form an alliance. Like, there is no rebel alliance. There are just rebels. Yeah, this is the first real organization. The, yeah, um, I mean, it's really great to a, see these really early building blocks of the rebellion, too. Yeah. There's a YouTube channel... I follow. It's called Screen Crush. But uh, they do, like, Easter egg episodes. Like, they they go in detail into every episode of a show and point out all the things that are callbacks and just cute little details that they included. Yeah. But the one thing that, that this dude on the show kept, um, kept referencing... When Leia is talking to Tarkin on the Death Star, 
before he blows up Alderaan. And she says, uh, the tighter the Empire tightens their fist, the more systems will slip through your fingers. Yep. And that's what we're seeing. We saw the yeah. Empire take power away from this corporation, move into this planet and take over. And now, there's a riot. Ferrix, yeah. Don't they reference Ferrix in episode four? I think so, yeah. Like, and this why was do I feel like that's important? one of the coolest things about this series that I didn't find out until recently the effects are almost entirely practical like you see aliens it's like an alien it's a guy in a suit yeah the the city on Ferrick is a set like it's there's no green screens there Oh. Oh, you're going to have to hang out with the people for a minute. My dinner just showed up. Two seconds. Okay. Such a good show. Such a good show. I wonder what Fatty's having for dinner. Can't wait to find out. walking home from work. We'd get some uh, turkey day leftovers right now. Some turkey and some stuffing, some mashed potatoes. Maybe a pizza. Say what? What's dinner? Oh, I was just going to say, what were you speculating on what I got? Uh, No, I was talking about what I'm going to eat when I get home, which is Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh, nice. Uh, I just ate the last of my leftovers this morning. I had uh, a piece of Nana's pumpkin pie, a whole bunch of turkey, a big old scoop of mashed potatoes. Nice. Nana's corn, which is basically just like butter and corn. (laughs) It's butter, a little bit of salt, and corn. And then you fucking... I'm not said, big on corn. I was never a fan of corn. Uh, there's a, a, some <laughs> vegetables, cranberry sauce. Put that all on a couple of... Put that all on a loaf of bread. Cut that up into sections. Put it in the oven for a minute. What'd you get for dinner? What, what are you eating? Uh, I got a roast beef sub and some uh, mozzarella sticks because I'm a fat ass. Nice. I love a good mozzarella stick. But uh, can we talk about can we talk about Luthen's awesome little ship? Yes. When so when that Imperial cruiser has him in the tractor beam. Uh huh. And he fakes trying to escape so that they'll turn on like full power and he can destroy the tractor beam. He is a brilliant character. He I is. I love, love him. That He's so good. And I feel like we're going to see, like, some crazy character development from him. 
Like, I feel like I there's a good so. chance he could, like, cross the line. Like, he's... Like, he's not, like, a Sagarera, but, like, I think there's a good chance he could go a little dark. When he yeah, takes out all those fucking TIE fighters? Yeah. That is a cool little ship. I love it. They say, yeah. where does, what, is he, what do they think he's going to do? How far does he think he's going to get? Such a good show. It was well done. I definitely give it its due. I think it's be- it's definitely better than I anticipated it to be. Yeah, I was so excited. Like as soon as they they were talking about it, I was ex- I was so excited for it, and I couldn't even explain why. But like my excitement paid off. Like it was not like I was not overhyping myself. It was so good, so much better than I could have imagined. Hmm. No, I completely and agree. Next up, we'll get some more Star Warsy Star Wars for a while. We'll get some Mandalorian and Ahsoka. Get some lightsabers and shit. Yeah. 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 I'm wondering how how heavily uh, Luke is going to be featured in Ahsoka. I would say heavily. Yeah. Do you think she's going to be like part of part of the founding of the of like the new Jedi Order? Because she's not a Jedi anymore. She left the Order. Say what? I'm wondering if she's going to be, like, a founding member of the new Jedi Order. Because she's not, she's not a Jedi anymore. Like, she she left the Jedi. Like, by the end of Clone Wars, she she has left the Order. She she didn't even make it to Jedi Knight, did she? I don't know. I'd have to watch the Clone Wars, which I've tried to do a number of times, and I... I'm still like sawing my way through it. Yeah. Like I, took I think the break I, I got through. While. I got through. I think the first season I finished. Oh, I'm deeper than that. But uh, I I get, I kind of put it down for a little bit because I started watching some other things. Um, House of the Dragon. I'm watching Game of Thrones again because why not? Um, what else? Did you check out Tulsa uh, King? Not yet, no. But it is. Oh on my, my god! List. There are two episodes up. It's it, new episodes every Sunday. There are two episodes up right now, and it's just like the the satisfaction of watching Sylvester Stallone punch someone. What's it on again? <laughs> uh, Paramount Plus. Okay. It's the same guy, uh, the same showrunner who created Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah. Which I haven't watched, but it's supposed to be an amazing show. Like, everybody talks about it. Yeah, I heard it's really, really good. Yeah. My mom, my mom and dad watch it. Apparently, Taylor Sheridan, that's the name of the guy, he, his, like, superpower is getting movie stars to do TV shows. 
because you've got Sylvester Stallone and Tulsa King. Um, um, Kevin Costner is in Yellowstone. Uh, the prequel to Yellowstone that's supposed to be coming out has um, Harrison Ford. And he's got another show, I think, Mayor of East Town or something. It's about like a prison town, but Jeremy Renner is on that. And he's obviously not as big a name as like Kevin Costner or Harrison Ford or Sylvester Stallone, but he's still a movie star. Like, he doesn't do television. Yeah. Just the fact that Harrison Ford is doing a television show is kind of mind-blowing. Which show is this? That's, uh, I think it's like 1883 or something. It's the prequel to Yellowstone. Oh, yep, I heard about that, too. Yeah. But, I mean, why wouldn't he be? Harrison Ford, he doesn't like to do anything. That's true. Though he did like being Indiana Jones much more than he liked being Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, so much so that he he, he enthusiastically did one more movie. Yeah. So it's so been I confirmed like, the so opening like of Indiana Jones Five. Doing that again. Yeah. As he's gonna get. <laughs> yeah. The opening of Indiana Jones Five uh-huh. is a flashback, and it features a digitally de-aged Harrison Ford. Get the fuck out of here. And he said, he was doing an interview, he said it was the weirdest thing he'd ever experienced. Because he he remembered performing this scene, but watching it on screen, he's like 30 years younger. Or 40 years younger. No shit. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I bet it's going to be a lot of fun. When does it come out? Hmm. July, I think. All right. Yeah. All right. Mads Mikkelsen is the villain. They, uh, a Nazi scientist. Takes place, I think it takes place in 1959. No, 1969. Right, because it's a, it's... It's centered around the moon landing. It takes place in 1969. Nice. Let's Antonio Banderas is in it. No, he's... What? Really? Yeah. There's actually rumors that it might be about time travel. Because Antonio Banderas, there are these set images, and he is dressed as a Roman soldier. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if you're gonna do time travel with Indiana Jones, you better be you better be certain it's gonna be fucking good because we already got screwed with those aliens. That's true. We did get screwed with those aliens. Fucking George Lucas. Lucas and Spielberg have no involvement. I'm actually like I'm not surprised about Lucas, but I was really surprised that Spielberg isn't involved in any way. Let me ask you a question. Did Steven Spielberg make, like, an autobiography movie? Uh, yes. Semi-autobiographical. I can't remember the name of it. The Fablemans. Coming out soon. Seth Rogen's in it. He plays his uncle. 
I think Paul Dano plays his dad. Paul Dano okay. is a hell of a talent. Paul Dano is great. I'm not sure who Paul Dano is. Did, did you I'm see sure the, I've uh, seen him. There Will Be Blood? No. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine? That one and No Country for Old Men. I still have to watch both of those movies because I hear they're awesome. No Country for Old, no Country for old Men is one of those movies that's really amazing once. Okay. But it's like, it's not, it's a great movie, and you'll never have any desire to watch it a second time, but it's an amazing movie. That's almost like Gangs of New York for me. I watched it maybe like two years ago, and I'll probably watch it again in another three. Yeah. Gangs of New York, I didn't get into. I love like that I guess movie. I get I get why people love it and I, I I love Scorsese but I don't know I didn't really get into that one. I think Cameron Diaz took me out of it. He's <laughs> just not that great. <laughs> I don't blame and you. Leonardo DiCaprio like he has become an amazing talent but back then like just off Titanic he was he was nothing special back then. <laughs> That is also true. He was almost Batman. I don't think he could have pulled off Batman, man. No, me neither. He, but he was as on the incredible. For, um, now, yeah. Let us let us speak accolades of the man real quick. He's an incredible talent now. Yes. Should have gotten his first Oscar long before he did, and I think we can all agree on that. Oh, yeah. It should have been uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. I think a lot of people would agree with you on that. I still have yet to see that movie. Oh, man. What a good movie. And I have heard nothing but good, good things about it, and when it comes across something that I have a subscription to, I will watch it. I think it's on Netflix. Is it? Or it is frequently. Netflix or Hulu. I see it pop up all the time when I'm scrolling right. for something to watch. It's such Next a good time movie. I see it, uh, War Dogs just came up on my, I think it was either Hulu or Netflix. Which one is that? That's the one with Jonah Hill in it. Okay. When he's a gun John, dealer or something like that. John Cusack in that? I don't was know if it War was Inc. Cusack or if it was that kid. No, that was War Inc. that he was in. Yeah. And then Nick Cage did one. Yeah. And that movie was wicked good. I enjoyed it. I definitely saw that one. Nick Cage I'm pretty is sure a, I saw the other pardon one. Pardon the pun. Pardon the pun, but Nick Cage is a national treasure. Yes. Well played. Yeah. I just watched Ghost Rider again, too. Yeah? I never yeah, saw I, the second Ghost Rider. I didn't see the second one. Spirit of Vengeance. I heard I heard it was pretty bad. 
Yeah, I mean, Ghost Rider wasn't great either. It was fun. That's but it was, true. There was nothing special. See, but sometimes all you really want is a fun movie. Yeah. So you uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves wants to be Ghost Rider. Yeah, because he wants to do all the motorcycle stunts. Yeah. Yeah. Probably use his own motorcycle. Yeah. Like, he'll make a deal yeah. with Disney to use his motorcycles. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about another uh, another man that can do no wrong. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is amazing. John Wick 4 is a... Uh, they just released trailers for it. Yep, looks pretty good. Um, I still it have does. yet to see any of the John Wicks. Oh my god, dude. I know. I'm denying myself incredible movies, believe me. They I've are heard some of the coolest shit some of the coolest shit ever. It's just Keanu Reeves like just killing hundreds of people. And man, as long as I don't have to watch his dog die, I'm good. Yeah, you will have to watch his dog die. Cool, I'm gonna skip But then that. he gets revenge. Yeah. John okay, Wick is great. the story. John Wick is the story of a man whose dog dies, and then he kills everyone, which is a perfectly reasonable response. Yes. And then he gets another dog. Well, I'm glad he gets another dog. But yeah, they kill his dog, and they steal his car, and then he starts killing everybody. But there's all three of them. They're amazing. And he says he's interested in continuing to do John Wick movies just forever. It's like Keanu Reeves is never going to age. It doesn't matter. Like, he'll always be a young man. That's because Keanu Reeves isn't from this planet. I believe that he is. He's just from the past. I'm not going to say Keanu Reeves is a vampire, but isn't it kind of strange that everybody involved with that Dracula movie hasn't aged since 1992? Which Dracula movie are we talking about? The Bram Stoker one? Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Oh, yeah. Nope, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder, like, apart from both being involved with other people, like, they belong together. Like, if you see them interact in interviews and stuff, those two are in love. Like, they're soulmates. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. They did a movie, it's called, um, it's called like, Destination like, Wedding. Yeah. And the entire movie is literally just the two of them. Like, you'll see people in the background sometimes, but, like, they are the only two people who are ever... They, they're they the only two characters with dialogue. They're just about always the only two people you see on screen. And it's just them, like, bickering for an hour and a half. And it's great. <coughs> they're, like the, they're like the Hancock pair. Yeah. Do 
you ever get yourself caught up on Stranger Things, speaking of Winona Ryder? No. It's a great show. You'd love it. Um, I've been told. I've seen, like, the first two, maybe three seasons. Okay. First season is amazing. Uh, Second season was kind of weak. Third season was some of the best television I've ever watched. Maybe I didn't see the third season then. I think I may have given up after season two. I don't remember. But uh, season four was really good. Christmas music at the grocery store. I mean, it's appropriate now. Yeah, I guess. I will begrudgingly allow it. I mean, you can't begrudgingly allow it. Thanksgiving is over. It is officially time. I know. It is 100% okay to be running Christmas music right now. So I, I took James for a walk this morning up to the mm-hmm. to the pet store. And he's got this sweatshirt. And it's got dinosaurs. He's got a lot of clothes with dinosaurs. Because he's a little boy, so obviously he's got a lot of clothes with dinosaurs. Yep. But, um... It's got dinosaurs in it, on it, and they are all, like, dressed up in Christmas outfits. They've got, like, earmuffs and... Some of them are skiing and stuff. And I had him in his Yoda pants, because his Yoda pants are like the warmest pants he has. Yeah, kids of ham. Uh, I showed my dad the pictures you sent me on Thanksgiving. Yeah. My dad was like, "Was he? Is he in suspenders? That's the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen." <laughs> he's a, a pretty cute kid. And it's so easy to get a good picture of him. Like as soon as he sees a camera pointed at him, he is smiling. The kid's always in a good mood. I assure you that that is not true. (laughs) (laughs) We have had times where, like, he'll be screaming, and then he sees a camera pointed at him, and he smiles for a picture, and then goes back to screaming. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, uh, <clears throat> one in doubt, Star Wars. Oh. I have a bit of Star Wars I, news. Real quick, real quick, before yeah. we get balls deep into Star Wars again. Okay, I don't know how balls deep we'll get, but go for it. Um, I watched that San Andreas movie. Oh, yeah? With The Rock? Uh-huh. Was it, was it good? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I am was pretty it entertaining? Sure. Yes. Was, was it Kevin good? Smith in that? No. No, not that I saw. What movie am I thinking of? There's a movie that's got, like, 
a similar title and basically like the same concept. And it was Kevin Smith is in it. He plays a um like a war veteran with no legs. Okay, I definitely would have remembered that. But it was directed by the guy who made Donnie Darko. Him and Kevin Smith are friends. Because if you're a weird filmmaker in Hollywood, Kevin Smith is your friend. Nope, I don't think I've ever seen that. Cannot remember the name of it. I thought it was San Andreas, but I guess I'm wrong. I would remember a legless veteran Mm. if it was in this movie. Silent Bob in a wheelchair. This was like The Rock doing, like, absurd things to save his family through a series of earthquakes. Mm. Like, I mean, Michael, (laughs) absurd things. Yeah. Things that she's like, I caught myself out loud going, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Only The Rock. No fucking way. (laughs) <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna issue a ten minute warning here. I'm on my on my last leg heading home. Alright. That is perfectly acceptable. We put a good one in today, I think. Yeah. Maybe. So Lucasfilm Yes. Is working on a deal uh, with Studio Ghibli. Oh crap. For, like, an anime Star Wars movie. I'm pretty sure Ghibli did at least one of those episodes of uh, Star Wars Visions. Yeah, they did. And I'm trying to... I'm going to fucking Google which one it was. Because if it's not one of the ones I liked, I'm going to be pissed. I feel like... I didn't watch the whole series. I intend to, but I didn't get through the whole thing. It was um, pretty good. I feel like the most Ghibli-esque was the one with the band. It's got, like, Jabba's kid. Oh, God. I fucking hated that one. <laughs> the Ronin one, they've already expanded. He's got a novel. That Ronin one, I want to see a movie. I want to see yeah. real nonsense out of that, because that was awesome. That was... I watched that entirely in Japanese with subtitles. Not because I'm, like, an anime purist. Obviously I'm not. But because mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was an English-language audio track. <laughs> I thought it was just... thought it was just in Japanese. Nope. And now, having seen it in Japanese with English subtitles, I don't know that it would feel the same, watching it in English. I think it would. I mean, maybe, like that maybe movie, not. Just that because, movie Parasite? Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like Japanese has a little bit more of an edge to it. Yeah, it's like an angry language. It's an emotional language. 
Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I don't think angry is the appropriate word, but emotional. For no, sure. that's German is the that's angry German. <laughs> that's German. The we all know what scary. <laughs> yeah, we all know what butterfly is in Russian, yeah. uh, and it or not Russian German, and it is frightening. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, do you remember that movie Parasite won the won won the Best Picture award at the Oscars a few years ago? Nope. Uh, it was the first foreign language film to win Best Picture at the Oscars. Okay. And there is no English language track available. Like home video release on whatever streaming service you use, you cannot watch it in English. It is only in Korean. Okay. And like it's a really good movie. Like I I was riveted. One of those movies I'll probably never watch it again, but watching it the one time I really really enjoyed it. Well, you know what I really did love was that that game show. Squid Game? Yeah. Squid Game. That was wicked good. I was absolutely glued to that the entire time I watched it. Yeah. I watched that with English language. And it yeah, was like over the top anime English language track. Yeah. Um there were actually like a a bunch of like big name anime voice actors who did the English language track. Uh there's a second season supposed to be coming soon. And the creator of the show says he would really like to get Leonardo DiCaprio for season three. Wait, season two like of Squid Game is already is done? What's up? What did you say? There's a second season coming. Yeah. With a, a third planned after that, and the, the creator of the show really wants Leonardo DiCaprio for season three. Sick. The idea is, you know, like, the the white guys who are watching and betting on the whole thing? Yeah. The idea is that in season three, it's going to be a bunch of American celebrities. Who would be played by actual American celebrities playing themselves. Nice. Mm-hmm. The Squid Game was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Oh, is there one more thing? Trying to think. Trying to think of one thing. I got nothing. I checked our email earlier today. There was nothing there, which is a good thing. Yeah. That means the people are listening. Do we have any more uh, traffic? Uh, we're getting the usual average. Six to ten downloads per episode. Sweet. Which is ears. Them numbers will get I, boosted. I discovered this podcast recently. It's one of those podcasts that they... Oh, we got a shout out on another podcast. 
the guys over at Adaptive Pals, I have talked about their podcast before. Really great show that they do. The concept is these two guys, um, Dustin and Jake, Australian dudes, uh-huh. they take like a comic book or movie or video game franchise and they tell you, they pitch you an idea for how they would turn it into a movie or a video game or like a TV series. Like they've got a really great, uh, one of my favorite episodes was Zelda. One of them pitched a TV series, one of them pitched a movie. But they go into detail and they're just really creative dudes. Adapt a pal. Sure. Yeah, I, I tweeted at them. They tweeted back at us, and then they mentioned us in their in their show. Well, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Go check out Adaptapel. But I uh, I discovered this podcast recently. Uh, it's called Podcast But Outside. They've been running for a few years. And they're one of those podcasts that does not need our support. Like, people know about them. But what they do is they set up a table outside where they have a sign that says be a guest on our podcast we'll pay you one dollar and they just random people in the world will sit down at their table and be guests on their podcast really cool concept yeah that is interesting maybe i'll check that out too i mean <clears throat> Towards the end of next week, I have to go to New Hampshire to start counting. Yeah. So I'll have a lot of time to listen to something. Okay. Yeah, podcast, but outside. All right, I think that was a good one. Yeah, I think we got some some solid content in there. I think we did. This is where I'm we thought ourselves I'm going to remind everybody to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and TikTok, and Twitter, and MySpace.com. And do not email us, unless it's about Star Wars or Batman, at keepingthepat at gmail.com. Yes. All right, brother, I will talk to you later. Yes, sir. Bye.